0: You are now listening to The Soul & Wonder Podcast, Episode 35, Metaphysical Cleansing with Stephanie Cato.
1: Welcome to The Soul & Wonder Podcast, where the conduits of the body, depths of the mind, and atlas of the soul are explored with devotion. Through cultural exchange, Christopher and Sarah and their guests will deliver sacred wisdom from around the globe, uncovering the hidden gems of conscious living and holistic healing. All to empower you on your journey of self-discovery. And now, here are your
2: hosts, Christopher and Sarah.
0: Welcome to the Soul and Wonder podcast, everybody.
2: We are your hosts, Sarah and Christopher.
0: It is a pleasure to have you here today.
2: Absolutely, considering it's one of our favorite topics, fasting and cleansing.
0: Yes.
2: But before we introduce you to our lovely guest, Stephanie Kato, a certified colon hydrotherapist and lymphologist, we have some updates.
0: We do have some updates. So this Sunday, September 10th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we are hosting a free webinar. Okay, so what is this free webinar on? It is on fasting, specifically the power of fasting and how it can help heal your body. Mind, and soul.
2: Yes, and you get to interact with us during this webinar. So, what we want you to do is go to our Facebook page at Soul and Wonder Inc. and join our little event, the power of fasting. Yes. And in that event, check the little checkbox telling us you're going, so we know how many people are showing up. And there is a link. That link will be what you click to join us at what time?
0: 7:30 p.m. Eastern.
2: Make sure it's Eastern, guys, and bring your questions because we will have your answers.
0: Yes, we've gone through many fasts and we've made a lot of mistakes along the way and we've learned a ton. So we really want to bring this information to you. So if you're on this healing journey and you're looking to heal, this is definitely a topic you would like you should dive into. It can really help you out a lot.
2: Absolutely. It can help you feel a little bit more comfortable about the idea of cleansing and fasting and, of course, what it can do for you.
0: And also, if you are transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle, this is also for you because we like to wipe the slate clean.
2: Always start with a cleanse of some sort when you're wanting to shift. a plant-based lifestyle this will help you tremendously and we have seen firsthand that the results are more sustainable if you start with a cleanse and we'll go into more detail about why that is
0: yes so without further ado
2: let's talk about stephanie kato she is lovely great energy we could have talked to her for hours of course. It seems like all of our guests we could talk to for hours. But Stephanie Kato, like I'd said, has been a certified colon hydrotherapist since 1996 and a lymphologist since 1997. Stephanie's style of healing offers clients an opportunity to view their physical dysfunction from their unique perspectives, from their mental body, their emotional body, and their spiritual body and how it interacts with the physical body, so it's truly mind, body, soul. Stephanie created metaphysical colonics as a way for her clients to use colon hydrotherapy as a deep, sacred healing. She has successfully helped hundreds of people in the last 21 years that she's been practicing. And Stephanie wanted to help as many people to heal as possible, so she wrote the book Embracing Love by Letting Go, a Metaphysical Cleanse, which is what we will be talking about in detail during this interview. So there are many physical body cleanses on the market, as we all know, but Stephanie's unique perspective in healing is the only one that offers a cleanse on a metaphysical level, which we will go into more detail as well. She also wrote the book Embracing Life by Letting Go, which is a book to support and guide therapists to offer the most respectful and loving sessions they can. So if you are into colon hydrotherapy and want to be a therapist, check out that book. So some of the topics that we're going to discuss, like I'd mentioned, is most importantly her book, Embracing Love by Letting Go. I highly recommend you get this book. She covers every aspect of healing, mind, body, soul. She gets really deep into it, and it's super, super sustainable, easy to understand, and it's an exciting journey that she takes you through.
0: And guess what? She has a webinar as well. Coming up on September 23rd, which she will give you all the details about, and that will dive a little bit deeper than what her book goes into.
2: Yes, it'll help to teach those desiring to learn how they can self-heal with her helpful and insightful tools. So we're also going to talk about Stephanie's unique approach to healing in her sessions, as well as her own internal healing journey. But she's going to talk about how that prompted her to write this book to help people change their current perspectives which might actually be promoting illness to new perspectives that can empower, heal and change their lives by offering readers an opportunity to look at physical issues, relationship issues or general unhappiness in their lives as a catalyst for change for their highest good. They become inspired and hopeful. Of course, we're also going to go into the difference between a metaphysical cleanse and other cleanses. We're going to talk about when you might be in need of a cleanse, and of course, common challenges people face along the way. Love this topic because we cover so many things.
0: Yes, we do.
2: (laughs) We absolutely do. And of course, stay tuned to the end of the interview to get your health tip of the episode
0: boom enjoy
2: all right ladies and gentlemen we are back with stephanie kato stephanie thank you for coming on to the show hi christopher and sarah thank you for having me we are super pumped to very
0: talk. very excited
2: yes <laughs> yes must say i love the book embracing love by letting go a metaphysical cleanse thank you that was truly a, a breath of fresh air to read. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, Stephanie, let's start it off. We always like to kind of get, you know, into the personal story. Can you share with us your personal journey that led you to become the healer that you are? Absolutely. Yes. Um, so,
1: you know, I, I actually started my career um, in business administration, and I did that for probably about 12 years. Uh, I dabbled a little bit in um, real estate, mortgage lending. And, you know, I wasn't very happy in either one of those. And one day I called up this place because I wanted to get a massage. And they said, We don't do massage, we do colon hydrotherapy. And I said, Really, what's that? And they told me, I said, All right, I'll go do that. So I went and cleaned my colon. And it was one of those aha moments. And I just felt it really resonated with me. Um, At the time, my diet wasn't that great. And so they encouraged me to change that over. I went to Whole Foods back when it was Mrs. Gooch's. And, you know, I spent, I think, like $70 and got all kinds of things. And, you know, I lost about 10 pounds just changing my diet. And I went back a couple more times, you know, to get more sessions. And they said, We think you'd be a really great therapist. We'd like to train you. Wow. So, yeah. And I, I really see it as divine intervention because. I didn't know that I would love doing this work as much as I did, and that everything just started to open up in my life, and as a result of that, I really started to do much more internal healing work on deeper levels of myself, and that's really what helped me to create the metaphysical colon hydrotherapy and sessions that I do, um, which is a way for people to look at physical dysfunction from the different perspectives of mental, emotional, spiritual because I was able to heal my own digestive issues um, by doing so.
0: That's really cool. That's that's awesome to hear. And I, I'm glad that you are able to align with your divine purpose. I mean, I think that's really important. It's something that we talk about a lot uh, with our clients, considering we do a lot of personal development and, we think it's extremely important that you're living an authentic life and for you to be able to do that I think is really uh, really neat well so.
2: you, you have to love the synchronicity that it it, so- it sounds to me that it found you you know you- <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: it absolutely found me and the more that I live my life in trust and surrender in knowing that I am really being guided um, you know by the divine uh, that happens more and more
2: you know, so you said you were into business administration, is that right, and real yes. estate and things of that sort. What was that like when you told your family and friends, hey, I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> become a colon hydrotherapist? You know,
1: honestly, I'm one of these people that's kind of the odd duck in the family, so I don't think they thought it was all that odd for me to go <laughs> that route. Um, but you know, it's it, they're kind of a live and let live kind of family. so. It was cool. I mean, you know, whatever it is that I wanted to do, whatever would make me happy. My mom is really great because she's very open to alternative healing. And so she will ask me from time to time, you know, what she can do for this or that. She, She's a very open person, and I really appreciate that.
2: It's always wonderful to have the support oh, of yeah. your loved ones when you make yeah. it such a life change, you know. Right, right. And this boy was this. <laughs> <laughs> so... You have this book, Embracing Love by Letting Go, Metaphysical Cleanse, that I mentioned. What is that book about, and what inspired you to write it?
1: Okay, great, thank you for asking, really great question. You know, at the end of the day, my work is really about helping people find freedom by remembering the truth of who they are. And a lot of times, especially people that have physical dysfunction, it can really distract us from what is going on with us internally. So, because I offer the metaphysical sessions to people here, but I can really only see about maybe five people a day, I thought that it would be helpful, first of all, for clients that I work with to help them understand and develop within themselves um, in a more meaningful way, but also to reach other people who might be interested in doing the same with themselves and just really teach in this style of healing because it's a way that they can self-heal. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that people go to see practitioners and doctors and whatnot, but my own personal philosophy is that in order for us to have any kind of permanent healing, it really has to come within ourselves. So, you know, I wanted to, to offer this as so that people can do some work, and then when they come in to see me and we do the metaphysical work, they're having a little bit deeper understanding of the concepts. And we can kind of get into it and get a little bit deeper, uh, a little more quickly. And this type of work, any kind of internal work, does take some time for people to really look within and sit with themselves and explore and discover and have things, you know, revealed to them that take some time. And so I wrote it in a way, hopefully, where it's a thoughtful process for them that they can do so within themselves and have some of those aha moments
2: yeah, it can, it can be really great, too, for people who are, you know, not sure exactly what it is or if they even want to do it. And then reading that book, it gives them a better depth of understanding of what it is they can embark on.
0: Well, and then using the using the colon hydrotherapy as your focal point and then kind of working around that it's kind of we can relate to that a lot because we use uh, plant based nutrition as our kind of starting off jumping off point. It's the focal point of our business, but yet everything else stems from there. So it sounds like you're doing similar things, but just with different uh, modality. So that's really cool. Yes. Absolutely, and isn't
1: it beautiful
0: how that works that way? Oh, it's amazing. It's really, <laughs> it's really great to witness and to see someone's life really just blossom and open up. And you, yes,
2: you, you just can't have one key without the other. It's, it's, it, it all works in tandem. Absolutely, and that's
1: another reason why I wrote the book because I see a lot of people that are trying to heal their physical dysfunction or illness from only the perspective of the physical. And even if they're able to heal it for a bit, a lot of times it does come back. And I really believe and trust in the wisdom of the body. I believe that our body loves us very much, and it can go to dysfunction and illness to help us look at where else might we need to do some healing, where else can we be focusing our attention and really look at stepping into a place of self-love and self-worthiness.
2: Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. And, you know, it's, we tell our clients, your body is so intelligent. You just have to give it the right things.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And, you know, one of the reasons why people maybe don't, maybe why they eat in a way that doesn't support a healthy body is because it could be because of what they're feeling and they may not want to feel that. You know, we humans are really hardwired for pleasure. Mm. And we don't really want to feel those negative feelings, quote unquote, right? Um, and so they may eat in a way that might numb those feelings. And I, what I'm trying to teach people is that a lot of those feelings are actually created in our minds, it's what our belief systems are. It's what we tell ourselves to be true that creates the feelings that we don't want to feel. And so we kind of tighten up, and when we tighten up, that tightens all of us up, and then it can start to affect our physical body. But it really does start with
0: a thought. Well, that, and then also, as you were mentioning, you know, we're trying to possibly numb some feelings that we don't want to feel through the consumption of some foods that may be hurting us and maybe mm-hmm. bringing us down and this is a really uh, a concept that I've liked to really explore in a lot of detail. Have you ever read the book The Transformational Power of Fasting by Stephen Buhner? No, I haven't.
1: That sounds amazing.
0: It's, we uh, will give you the full title. I actually got it right in front of me. The Transformational Power of Fasting, The Way to Spiritual, Physical, and Emotional Rejuvenation. And so, when we get into the emotional aspects you know we're talking about our relationship with food and how that's really impacted us from a child you know and and what that's really done with uh, or done for us whether that's positive or negative in our lives and um, something that I think is really crucial and I don't think a lot of people actually examine so it sounds like you're doing similar things and really examining that relationship
1: yes and you hit on a very good point Christopher that so much of it does originate in our childhood, Um, sometimes we're raised in a family that they do use food as a way to numb those feelings. And if it's something that we grew up with, we don't maybe think about it that way. Uh, I can understand how this man would say that fasting is the way to opening up spiritually because when we take away those things that numb us, and it's not just food, it could be drugs, alcohol, work, Mm -hmm. exercise, the pursuit of money, relationships. Any kind of distraction that takes us away from allowing ourselves to just feel our feelings uh, really just prolongs the pain.
0: Yeah, very well said.
2: Absolutely. Um, So I know some of our listeners are wondering, wait, 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 wait. What in the hell exactly is a metaphysical cleanse? And how is it different than any ordinary physical cleanse?
1: Okay, super. So with a physical cleanse, you know, most people stop eating things like sugar and dairy and meat and alcohol, anything that might be inflammatory and and congesting for the body. With a metaphysical cleanse, we're not actually getting rid of emotions, right? Um, But we are looking at what belief systems might be creating emotions that's keeping us both in emotional and physical pain. So it's about shifting the perspectives that we have what we look at, how we look at certain things in our life, and really examining, honestly, the perceptions that we have about ourselves that most often originated from when we were a small child. And what I do is I take the person through to be able to examine what are their beliefs about themselves. And it doesn't really matter why that's there, it really just matters that it's there. Mm -hmm. Most people I find are very, very hard on themselves. And they set themselves up sometimes with this perfectionistic idea of themselves that they will never attain. So it ends up being this setup that they'll never never gain. Um, Throughout the book and throughout the cleanse, the most important thing that I lead with is self-compassion because really we're doing the best we can. I mean, honestly, we're just human beings and we've had certain experiences to this point in our life that have created our thinking and our belief systems. And I really do encourage people to have a lot of compassion around that if those belief systems have left us feeling like we're not enough, we're not good enough. And it's all about shifting that perspective so that we can step into the knowing that we are worthy And really remembering that that is the truth of who we are, that we are all those things that we want to be. We're already that. It's just a matter of finding a way to shift into the belief and understanding
2: of that. Very well said, you know, and those those negative self-talk, those phrases, the inner critic, whatever you want to call it. It's really just a red flag to show us there are particular needs within us that aren't being met. And if we can get comfortable with that and recognize that it's just a red flag and all we need to do is sit with it and go underneath the surface a little bit, find out what is it that needs fulfillment within us and then we can we can actually become our friend at that point. And then like you said, evolving those beliefs then using it and changing it into something more positive and realistic and more light and helping people to just cleanse themselves of all of that past baggage that just doesn't serve you anymore.
1: Yes, absolutely. I completely agree with that and you bring up a really great point is to just sit in the discomfort of the feelings. That is one of the most challenging things things for human people to do, Mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of what they're carrying in them, number one, they've probably avoided feeling it for maybe even decades. And it's very daunting to think about uh, feeling that again. The good news with that is that most of the time it's the inner child that is holding that pain. And we as adults today can recognize that there is a little one inside of us. The good news is that we can actually help to reparent that little one, so that first of all, they know that they're not alone with us anymore. A lot of times when we're going through childhood and we experience certain things that end up with emotional pain, we are experiencing that alone, especially if the caregivers that we were with didn't have the consciousness to be able to help us through that. Today though, we can become conscious as adults and we can help that little one and say all of those loving, worthy you know things that we didn't hear we can get validation for those feelings that are still sitting within us and in that way that little one can start to feel and let it come up and out of them so they can really start to
0: heal
2: Mm. yes i like that
0: (laughs) so it sounds like everybody could really use a metaphysical cleanse but how does one know if this type of cleanse is right for them right right now?
2: Or when would they when's a good sign what's a good sign also to show that it might be time to do one?
1: I would say if you're having any kind of physical dysfunction at all, it's a great time to take a look at doing a metaphysical cleanse. If you're having any kind of conflict in your life that you're really just not able to resolve and it's something that you've carried with you for a long time. For instance, let's say you have a relationship and there's just issues that seem to keep coming up and not being resolving, and specifically, if this is not the only relationship that these particular issues have showed up in. Mm-hmm. So if you can kind of see a pattern. If you have any kind of conflict with any relationship, the family of origin that we grew up in, or if you're having issues with people in general, friends, coworkers, superiors, if you have dissatisfaction in your life in terms of career, right, or our jobs, or we just feel like, you know, we're lacking a purpose or some sort of a passion in life, just when we're feeling sort of a malaise, like, I don't know what to do. I don't really know why I'm here. And we're just kind of going through the motions of life. These are all really great examples of, um, you know, what we can do and what a metaphysical can do, cleanse to do uh, to help us.
2: I like Great. that. It sounds like all of us need to do metaphysical
0: <laughs> I mean, I think
2: so. <laughs> You know, Chris and I, we like to do little mini cleanses, you know, a few times a year through, you know, water fasting or juice fasting or mono fruit fasting. And, you know, we've we've we consider ourselves to be pretty healthy and, you know, balanced. And obviously our personal development will continuously grow and shift and change. Um, But we like to. Use these as kind of like those refresh buttons. You know, you just push the reboot and start over and just continuously climb that ladder of really getting inside yourself on such a multifaceted level.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, for people that do start cleanses and fast, that's such a perfect time to really look at bringing colon hydrotherapy into your life. Mm-hmm. I always tell people it's a good idea to start a cleanse with a colonic because mm. if you think about, kind of think about the analogy of having a full trash can, even if you start putting good food on top of that full trash can, at some point it's all just gonna be garbage. So it's better to remove the garbage and start off with you know, creating some space so that when your body starts to dump, it has a lot of space. In this way, it can make your cleansing experience much more pleasant. It can help you to be a lot less symptomatic. But colon hydrotherapy is very deep, sacred work, especially the way that I offer it. And it's a way for us to really start to understand what is sitting under the emotional rug, as it were, Mm -hmm. when we combine the colon hydrotherapy with the fast and the
0: cleanse. Yeah, and I've actually used colon hydrotherapy several times and I really enjoy it. I think it's a really, um, really incredible modality. And I think I, I definitely encourage people to use it. And I'm glad that you mentioned that about fasting and cleansing. This is something that we're very passionate and um, I would say somewhat knowledgeable about um and when we talk to people about this subject, we people think, they, oh, they can just jump right into a fast, but we definitely advise, or don't advise that, um, considering that we need to make sure we're nourishing our bodies before going into these periods. And then we may wanna jump into the colon hydrotherapy and then maybe into the fast and take it slow because the healing crisis or those detox symptoms are real and they really can, um, have a pretty profound effect on on <laughs> yeah, our yeah. physical and emotional and spiritual bodies, and so um, it's I'm like gla- a
1: shock. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: glad you mentioned yes. that.
1: Yes, it's wonderful that you guys have that understanding because you've experienced that, um, and it's another way for us to practice self care mm-hmm. and another way for us to practice self compassion by really slowing down the process. A lot of times we tend to go very fast into things it's another way to distract ourselves from really feeling our feelings.
0: Mhm. Yeah.
2: It's you know, being gentle with yourself. That's that's a huge lesson Chris and I have learned since meeting each other and embarking on this holistic wellness journey is being gentle, being patient, being forgiving and mm-hmm. allowing things to just flow the way that they need to and listening to your body too you know sometimes we like to set goals like I'm gonna water fast for seven whole days and then <laughs> you know you get to day four and your body might really actually be telling you okay I need some fruit all right need, right you know and I think being understanding and knowing when to trust our intuition and knowing when to say okay so maybe I had a goal set And that's okay that I had a goal set, but my body right now is telling me otherwise, you know, and it's also about getting in tune with when it's your intuition and not just your ego. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. the tricky part.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And it's so beautiful that you lead with self-compassion and you offer that to yourself, you know, in this way. I think that's wonderful. There's a dogma that, yes, our ego and really the small mind, because when it has control of us, then, okay, it's staying relevant, right? <laughs> right. It's one of the reasons why a lot of people do stay in their head so much and they kind of churn the wheels of the mind because the mind can stay in control, then they feel everything's okay. When we let go of that, when we start to surrender that, then we start to feel vulnerable. And for some people that can feel too scary. You know, one of the tools that I teach is there's no way through but through. And it's a really great mantra for us to have whenever we do any kind of internal work because things are gonna to start to come up. Fear's gonna to start to come up. That's just natural when we wanna affect a change. But when we have a certain mantra in place like there's no way through but through, we can remind ourselves, okay, I'm still gonna just keep stepping with it. It's just my small mind. It's that ego that you're talking about that just wants to stay in control. We're just gonna not pay any any attention to it and just continue to move forward through it. And when your body says, okay, yeah, I do need to kind of stop, seven days was a great goal, but you know, I'm thinking about four, that's so beautiful for us to be able to let go of those expectations that we place on ourselves and offer compassion at that moment.
0: Yep, absolutely, and and you know what, This the whole You know, we're in this era of where we're talking about cleansing and detoxifying, all of that, and I feel like it's also become quite a fad, and I don't think. I think it's really good that we're being able or you're able to clarify this on such a deeper level because we get into these words such as cleansing and doing these things, which is great, but we need to really understand the root of it and where this is coming from and the place that we're coming from in approaching these these fasts or these colon hydrotherapy or you know, any anything that we're doing to really take our body down, rest and then rejuvenate. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's one of the reasons why I wrote the book too. I just
1: feel like people are in a place with themselves where they really want this information. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very grateful that um, you know, you guys are doing what you're doing and sharing with your listeners and having me on and exploring all the different uh, modalities and kind of philosophies that are out there to help people self-heal
0: absolutely we just want to bring bring what we can to the world because there's people like you doing such great things and i think it's really important to touch on all these different healing modalities so people have some sort of uh toolbox so to say to be able to utilize different ways of healing themselves so um to backtrack a little bit we did touch on the healing crisis or detox symptoms but what are some what are some of the most common challenges that you see Uh, people facing when embarking on a metaphysical cleanse journey?
1: I think it's just the willingness to sit in the discomfort of the feelings. Mm. You know, because it depending on what they're holding, for them to really sit with it, it could feel like they're gonna die. You know, remember a lot of times it has originated in childhood so and, and that's the thing that I'd really like people to understand that you know we may be 20, 30, 40, 50 year old adults but that's not the one that's holding the pain and if we can remember back when we were one two three four five and we were experiencing some sort of emotional pain but those ages it can be complete terror and at that age it can feel like yes we're going to die that is absolutely the hardest thing for people to do is to sit with those feelings and that's why I encourage them to really bring the adult that they are in to understand that the little one needs them so that they're not going through it alone. Because when we can really be there and hold our little one's hand and and create a space of love for them and you know, so that they can just feel what they're feeling, it can change the entire experience. And then once they start to do that, they realize, oh, okay, wow, I, I was able to move through that feeling and that wasn't so bad and you know, it didn't kill me and it encourages them to keep going. Similarly, like when you do a physical fast or a physical cleanse, you're kind of maybe having some anxiety. Oh God, what am I going to do? I can't really eat this thing. But as you move through it, you're like, Wow, wait a minute, that's not so bad. I actually feel pretty good. And it encourages you to do it again and again and again
2: yes and you never know until you try it you know so many people look at us like we're out of our minds (laughs) what do you mean you're doing this for five days or not doing that for six and they're like how are you going to get through it And it's like you know what you'd be surprised you can do it too of course speak to your, you know, medical care provider first, and then do whatever it is that you need to do. And you'd be surprised what you can get through even the uncomfortable moments. And we've had plenty of uncomfortable moments, that's for sure.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I really appreciate the fact that we're really part of a collective as human beings. The work that we do internally is really ours alone. And for those people that maybe find it challenging to connect with that inner part of them, then I really encourage them to call on the collective that we are, right? We're all part of a community. We're all connected to each other. And we can call on each other for that strength and that help if maybe in the moment we don't have that for ourselves. I've always been very fascinated about the fact that you know, okay, well, if the internal work is ours alone, why are we on the planet with 50 billion people? And it's because we need that encouragement for each other. It's one of the reasons why we're talking and having this podcast and we do the type of work that we do. People need encouragement. They need other people to be their cheerleader and let them know, yes, you can do it. I believe in you. And to be examples that I've walked through this and I'm going to help you through this. I'm going to show you how
0: yes
2: absolutely and even the challenging people are there to help motivate if you harness that energy to be used for yourself in a positive way you can use that adversity to give you that little boost of motivation to get through things and you know feel good about it
1: yeah absolutely and honestly excuse me
0: I believe people are a lot stronger than maybe they think they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very yes. I couldn't agree more with that and and just something to add here, what's really living if we're not living in discomfort? You know, when we're living in our comfort zone and in these boundaries, we're merely existing. We're not really living life the way I believe it should be meant to live. It's those uncomfortable moments that really challenge you to grow and to just enhance your every part of your being, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Oh, for sure.
1: You know, and, and, you know, for you guys, for me, for your listeners, if we were to ask ourselves, where have we grown most? Have we grown during the times where la la la, everything's good? <laughs> or have we really grown during the challenging times? For me, it's always the challenging times.
2: It's funny because after a certain while, when things are comfortable, I actually start to itch for challenge. Like I start, <laughs> I start to feel like, okay, something, something's coming or needs to because there's. That's there's, generally
0: <laughs> when we leave the country and go traveling in a third world country and try to test ourselves and our patience for some time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I love that you guys do that. I mean, that's one of the reasons why. Also, I wrote the book and why I. And, you know, embarking on this webinar because I own this business and, you know, I'm a single mom to two kids and my life is pretty full. But even with that, I thought, mm, no, I need more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you got your own handful over there. That's something that we don't know about at the moment, but I'm sure we will someday.
1: We Having the two
0: kids, but yeah. Yeah, children are
1: really, you know, they're so beautiful. And boy, I'll tell you, if you really want to challenge yourself, yeah, have some kids. (laughs) (laughs) Next step, Chris. So so we've heard. (laughs) Yeah, but they're they're wonderful because they mirror us in such amazing Mm. ways. And my kids have been the greatest teachers. I will do things for my children that I wouldn't have been willing to do for myself back in the day.
0: That's you know? amazing, and that's yeah. that's funny you mentioned that because Sarah and I talk about this all the time. We have this kind of—I mean—we have names picked out for our children. Let's just be <laughs> honest here. And we've seen—I mean—we can go beyond this. We've seen our we've future in kids and dreams, and it's been—it's a, yeah. a very long story. But anyways, we've talked about when we had kids that you know we just want to embrace this because they can teach us so much, and we can ask them all these things about just
2: questions and get picking pick getting into their imagination which you know imagination the definition of imagination to me is a little subjective like there's the, <laughs> you know but that's another podcast episode for another time but I just want to be able to pick their brains you know about what they're thinking feeling seeing you know what's going on in that head of theirs and watch them grow it's just absolutely incredible You you've got a miracle in your household <laughs>
1: Oh, I really do. And, you know, my kids are 13 and 17. And the conversations that I have with them today are so beautiful and so meaningful. Um, and, And I'm really encouraged by who these people are and how they think and what they think about. It's just fascinating to me. And I'm Beyond grateful for them every single day,
2: and you created them. <laughs> and I cre- I co-created them. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, co-created. There you go. That would be a, a, a triumph. No, if you she's only a science miracle.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so back to your book. It's very multifaceted, but if you could narrow it down, what's your favorite message that you've put into your book? One. Yes, one or two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would say the two um, would be Working with the Wisdom of My Body and Healing the Inner Child. Those are absolutely the two uh, that I would say are the biggest takeaway for me.
2: Awesome, awesome. You know, this is a book that I'm definitely going to recommend, you know, anybody who's, who's interested in just getting out of that stagnant pond and just, you know, embarking on this journey of looking inward and you know coming at it from a point of curiosity and mystery and just being willing to embrace whatever comes
1: thank you I really appreciate that and you know I would encourage people to check out my webinar too because it's going to be an expansion on the book I really do think as human beings it takes and everybody learns very differently right There are some people that Mm -hmm. read and it's helpful for them but there are other people that are more auditory um, and so I'm kind of breaking it up. I'm going to be having a video plus some PowerPoint presentations and some audio. And I am going to include the book in the webinar so that I'm trying to offer people uh, many different ways for them to get the message for themselves and really work with themselves.
2: When is that webinar and how can our listeners sign up for that? Okay,
1: so um, it's going to be September 23rd and they can go to my website Um, at the very top of the website, they can put in their email address, and I'll put them on my newsletter and get them more information as it becomes available.
2: Wonderful. We'll be sure to include your website into the show notes so that our listeners can just click that and redirect themselves. Thank you. So, Stephanie, before we let you go, what's... Do you have anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with or any future upcomings besides your webinar? Anything that you'd like to leave us with before we let you go?
1: Yes. Uh, I really just want to encourage people that the most important thing that you can do in your life is to continue to work towards remembering the truth of who you are. And who you are is love. And at the end of the day, all any of us want is just to love and be loved.
2: Mm, I like to sit with that for a moment. That's nice.
0: Well, very well said, and it uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. We really, really enjoyed this today.
1: Thank you. I really enjoyed talking to you both, and thank you for everything that you're doing for the world, for people, to help them heal, to heal yourselves. It's beautiful to watch.
2: Well, we're all in this together. We got to <laughs> we got to pull our, you know, pull our weight, right?
1: <laughs> yes, I agree. And thank you so much for having me on. I had a great time.
2: Thank you. Wonderful conversation.
0: Yes, it was. We really enjoyed having her on.
2: Absolutely. Hope we get to meet her someday.
0: Yes, I'm sure we will.
2: So, this episode's full of updates. Cuz guess what, guys? We have more updates that has Relation to your health tip of the episode.
0: Yes, we do. So, Soul and Wonder, as you know, has been mainly service-based. We've been helping people with their mind, body, soul healing. Well, we want to amp that up. And so we are in the process of creating a tonic. A tonic for conscious energy. So we will get into the product as things unfold, but we do wanna talk about one of the main ingredients in this tonic and there's many herbs in this and we can't go over all of them, we can't give it all away. But we will say one of the main herbs and one of our favorite herbs is rhodiola. So what is rhodiola? Rhodiola is an adaptogenic herb. And what rhodiola does is it amps up your energy, helps you burn a little bit of fat.
2: We all like that.
0: Helps to bring the stress levels down. And it also increases the sensitivity of your neurons to the presence of dopamine and serotonin. Now
2: we all like that.
0: That's right. Two neurotransmitters involved in focus, memory, pleasure, mood, and a whole bunch of really nice feelings. So as we've mentioned before, herbs can generally take some time to really, you know, for you to feel the effects in your system.
2: Sometimes even up to a month.
0: But rhodiola, you can really notice the effects almost immediately. And that is why it is one of our main ingredients in our tonic. We are still playing around with different things here. So it is not 100% set in stone. But rhodiola, you can start with right now if you wanted to, head out to your local health food store. I recommend tinctures. Tinctures are very concentrated and they absorb directly in the bloodstream. So if you want to notice the effects of an herb pretty much immediately like rhodiola, get yourself a tincture.
2: And just follow the instructions for the doses on the bottle and you're good to go.
0: That's right. So, that is the health tip of the episode. We really hope you enjoyed Stephanie, as we did, and we have some other really good episodes coming up.
2: Remember, don't forget, catch us on Sunday, September 10th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for our fasting webinar.
0: Yes, so you can go to our Facebook page, at Soul and Wonder Inc., click on the events tab, you will see it there, the power of fasting, and just let us know you're going, The link to the webinar is in the event.
2: Hope to see you there.